0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Foodie and the Beast. This is our first live show of 2020. Yeah. You know, back when I was in my 30s, I didn't think I'd be here in 2020, and here I am. Look at that. This is so much fun. I'm great, and i got to find out what happens. Right. So we have um, a great show today. Um, uh, If you've listened to the show at all, you know about sous vide and how it, uh, it, it now really permeates uh, how restaurants and even uh, fast casual restaurants are preparing their food. People are using it at home. And today is a, a total homage to sous vide. Uh, sous vide is not a girl, by the way, that I knew in college. Um, <laughs> That's it great. means under vacuum in French, right. and it's a process of vacuum sealing food in a bag and then cooking it at very mm-hmm. precise temperatures to give you the best possible taste. And um, uh, today we've got... Uh, We've got folks from Cuisine Solutions. Cuisine okay, I'm so- interrupting. You want to jump in? This is like
1: long and it boring. It is long. So today in studio, we are doing a whole celebration as we roll out the beginning of 2020, a whole show about sous vide cooking and what it means. Sous vide is a, a style of cooking that only used to be found in the top restaurants, and now it is permeated really all over the world. And we think not only is this kind of cooking how people are going to be eating into the future, but the research that's going on at Cuisine Solutions is also going to solve a lot of food problems. And we are gonna get into all of that today in studio. Welcome because to we, my marriage. Well, try to get concise. <laughs> so, um, we have a whole bunch of people in studio today who either work with Cl- Cuisine Solutions who or who work with their products. And now you can introduce everybody. Well, we
0: everybody. also have the, the- the father of sous vide, Dr. Bruno Goussalt, who is also the founder of Cuisine Solutions and CREA, where you'll hear about CREA and many other things that really are the reason for sous vide essentially taking over the world. I think you've also trained, what is it, 80% of all the Michelin three-star chefs in the world too, haven't you, yes, in yes. sous vide? So first of all, welcome.
1: Well, can you talk about who else is in studio? Yes.
0: Well, I can talk about okay, who. Well, we've got We've got with us uh, also... Uh, uh, cuisine Solutions, I call you guys chef innovators. Uh, Sean Wheaton and Del DiPietro. Del, I think you were on the show a couple of years ago. He was
1: on the show last
0: year. And the galactically famous Todd Gray, who is the uh, co-owner and executive chef at uh, D.C.'s legendary Equinox uh, restaurant. James Beard nominee, all of that. But also a a, a devotee of sous vide and one of the earliest uh, uh, folks to take it on and use it in his restaurant. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, before we get into all of that, we do need to talk to Central Farm Markets. They're on the phone.
0: Sandy, are you there? I am here. Hi, Hi. Sandra Miller is there from Central Farm Markets. Tell us what's happening at the markets today on a spring. It shouldn't be a spring day, but it is. No, 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 it shouldn't be,
2: and uh, you know that's going to cause problems for the farmers. In the long run, but uh, hey, we roll with punches. All right, so, there's no choice, right? But it's all—it's a good day yeah. to come
0: out to the to the farmers' market. So tell us what's going on out there.
2: Well, right now we got a great crowd here at the market. Everybody's enjoying the lovely weather, mm-hmm. and if you come out to the market, we have started our 2020 customer loyalty program which is where for every four markets you attend you get a $5 gift certificate oh, that's and cool. if you attend all the markets you get an extra $10 at the end of the season so you can earn $25 to spend at the farmers market just by shopping for food
1: so how does somebody become a loyalty member at the market
2: you would visit the customer information tent, and they will help you out with a card and getting it stamped.
1: Okay, so it's super easy. easy? Um, and so, since the weather feels balmy, it feels you know <laughs> like a day in June. Frighteningly balmy. Um, but obviously, balmy. yes. But the product available at market is not what's available in June. Tell us a little bit about some of the things that we can find at market today.
2: Well, today you're going to find your typical winter root vegetables like carrots and potatoes. There's lots of winter squash, Mm -hmm. things that keep well like onions and apples. You're going to find prepared food. And since you're talking about sous vide, you are going to find lots of wonderful meats that are already vacuum sealed. Oh. So, oh, great. Uh, a lot lot. you're on the
0: sous vide train. That's right. good.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just, the, 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 most of the meat you're going to find at the market has been vacuum sealed and flash frozen. So, it's really easy just to drop your cut of meat in your sous vide and
0: go from there.
1: Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, we can get into that in just a sec. All
0: right. Um, uh, uh, Sandra, do me a favor and make sure everybody knows which of the markets are open today. Uh, Today's Virginia, markets Maryland. that
2: are open, and in January, well, through, we are a year-round market. Uh-huh. The Bethesda Central Farm Market is open. We're open from 9.30 to one thirty, And the Nova Market in Northern Virginia is open from 9 until 1.
1: Great. Thank Terrific. you so much. Thank you. Right. Enjoy the day at the market. Thank you. So actually that was really interesting and people in studio probably couldn't hear um, what was happening. But at the Central Farm Market, a lot of the farmers come with vacuum-packed meats. So they're already sous vide ready. But for people who don't know what sous vide is or how to sous vide, let's get into that process. And
0: why don't we introduce the man who started all of it, Dr. Bruno Gussalt, who's here with us today. And we should mention that January 26th, is not only International Sous Vide Day, but it's International Your Birthday Day, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: yes. Happy <laughs> birthday! Happy birthday!
0: Thank you. So I left your present at home, but it's—I'll send it. Uh,
1: but you'll see him <clears throat> at the International Sous Vide Day That's true. I can bring it then.
0: Why don't you tell us a little bit about how this all started? Because you had an idea about how to how to prepare meats better for 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 serving, and this is back in when seventy one.
3: Seventy
0: one. Huh? Yeah. So tell us a little bit
3: about it. I begin my first experience in 1971 on a hard meat mm-hmm. and on a jam, on a ham, mm-hmm. apologize. And uh, uh, I have the confirmation of the safety of the process uh, in 1974 with a long chef life of uh, 90 days, a chef life uh, in a refrigerator.
0: Well, what made you think that this... Would work, and what I mean, wh- what sort of led you down that path in the first place? To vacuum pack meat in, in, in you know, in no, it, r- plastic, it, it, and and handle it that way.
3: It's because uh, a guy want have a very nice cooking uh, roast beef in a very hard part of the beef, and I have no oven in my lab at this time. I have only nice circulator, and I say I need to cook in water, and to cook in water. I need to put a skin on my product. as The skin mm-hmm. is uh, plastic today.
1: But so, but back when you created the process, the science I mean—was did science catch up with you, or did you create the science? How did what? Which came first?
3: You, the science uh, is very important in the process mm-hmm. to understand what happens when you cook, and uh, to uh, create a new taste to create a tenderness, to create a good texture, to put a good color. You need to know what is the interference between the component of the food mm-hmm. and the, uh, the temperature.
1: So how did you start figuring out how it worked?
3: I, I, I begin at, Just the, experimenting. The, that, at the first experimentation because mm-hmm. they asked me something very clear. I want a very tender meat, uh, like a roast beef, color of roast beef, medium rare, Mm -hmm. and uh, the the texture need to be clean and very firm. Mm -hmm. And like that, immediately in my head, I transfer that in biochemistry, uh, and I said, I need to cook at this temperature, cook step by step to have a different texture in my product.
1: But how did you figure out the water process? Because... You're not just sticking a bag in boiling water, right? You're sticking a bag in a specific temperature and then it's circulating. So what were the steps that got you there?
3: That is, uh, for me, it was interesting because I have no oven to work with a different system as the chef. The chef always work at very high temperature Mm -hmm. and anticipate the result, stop the cooking, and rest the product for 20 uh, minutes. Right, because
1: everybody thinks the sear yes. is what's important, right? Yes. And you're doing the total opposite.
3: Yes, because I sear before to mm-hmm. give the taste of searing. But I work on a cold product after. Okay. And then I put the seasoning also and put the plastic around mm-hmm. and put in water. Why I cook in water? Because the water is the best fluid to transmit the heat. And it's very easy to regulate at the precise temperature. Well, plus, it Point does it evenly one. too. Is that yes. yeah? That, well, because if you use water, you can do as you want mm-hmm. at precise temperature.
0: Well, this is why your title at Cuisine Solutions is chief scientist, because you're like a mad scientist in the kitchen, <laughs> <working> <laughs> things up.
1: So, when once you came up with the concept you cr- when did cuisine solutions when did this little idea blow up and become bigger
3: uh, I think you have uh, 20 years between the beginning of the research mm-hmm. and arrived to the creation of cuisine solution in 1983 mm-hmm. uh, 1987
0: so by that time had you trained a number of chefs and was the uh, the you know the concept uh, and the and the technique beginning to sort of spread out over the, it was really started with fine dining restaurants, didn't it?
3: Yes, because you have a second step is to my uh, meeting with Joël Robuchon because I have I am not chef and I need to have the 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 right of the chef to work with the chef because it's very important to create the good taste to create a good texture, to create a good color. And I need to have my mentor. And my mentor, Israel Robuchon, I met him in 1983. Mm-hmm. I work uh, for a project in a, in a train, like a Amtrak, to prepare meals for this. Uh, and on the train, we have a award on a, on a, um, in a star Michelin, mm-hmm. they give us two stars and said it's a good uh, product, very nice uh, experience. And like that, Joël Robuchon asked me to create a school to train the chef. And I begin to train the chef in 1989. And the, my first trainee is uh, Stanislas Villegrain, the owner of the <laughs> Cuisine Solutions.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I just want to bring Todd in. Todd Stepa, when did you hear about sous vide, and when did all I mean, this? You get... know, we
1: have a break in 30 seconds.
0: Right? Do we? Who knew? Yes. Uh, you know what? Let's wait. Let's take the commercial now, because I want to hear how you got absorbed into this world. Sure, we'll be back.
1: Great. This Thank is you. David oh, and Nikki. Oh boy, you my did God! That so Todd well. just took over the show. Toddie took <laughs> over <laughs> okay. the show. This is David and Nikki Nellis. All things sous vide in the Foodie and the Beast studio. We'll be back in just <clears> a sec.
0: All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David Nikki Nellis, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Today is completely devoted, devoted to the, the culinary and gastronomic art that is sous vide. And we're also celebrating uh, Cuisine Solutions, which is the international, um, I don't know, what would you call it? The, the doctoral program in sous vide. Wouldn't you call it that? It's all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but Todd, come on up to the, the microphone. Let's uh, Todd Gray, celebrated chef good friend from Equinox Restaurant and other spots. You discovered sous vide at some point back in the past. I want to hear that whole story and how you got sure. absorbed into the world. So I, I was thinking about it
4: while we were on break. and That's good. Especially
1: since you wrote us out. I so. know, yeah. yeah, right?
4: <laughs> I remember my first contact with Cuisine Solutions and Gerard and everyone when it was just the Alexandria location. And this had to have been back in 1999 or 2000. And... Um, you know, it, you know, understanding sort of was just a whole new concept for all of us to understand for we chefs that, um, what slow cooking could do, you know, that was sort of the slow cook process and what it was and doing the long braise. And of course, Michel Richard was a big inspiration for many of us. And I remember getting my first, uh, sous vide meter with, uh, Michel and the tank and, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, what is this? And he said, well, you'll understand one day it comes from a hospital in Cleveland. And it was this, this. The meters were coming from like medical facilities, and um, there weren't any kidneys attached or anything. Yeah, like well, that. yeah, there was no polyscience, at least available at the right. time, and so we were so excited to learn all that. And then the cryo machine, and um, you know, it really was a it was a really changing. I mean, it was critical in like the development in the kitchen and to understand raising meats and then introducing vegetables and actually cooking fish for six or eight minutes and having tanks around the kitchen. And it was it was a great it was super exciting.
1: Well, from a chef perspective in a restaurant, how does sous vide cooking help you better prepare for service?
4: Well, I mean, it, it begins with well, like a lot of the time, too, because if we can do a lot of preparation if we do breast of duck or whatever the sous vide technique is or confit, mm-hmm. we can sous vide an entire week's mise en place on a Monday. So it's all done and it's tagged and it's labeled. And so we know we have bags of six so we can have the whole week's mise en place done. Mm-hmm. Um, can I mean, you
1: explain mise en place for am sorry. Unannitiated... Yeah, you know, it
4: means to put in place in French. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's our stuff. This is all mise en place. This right. is all of our ingredients and all of our things that are organized. So um, that preparation helps in our organization of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It really helps in the pickup time as well because the product is cooked, right? Let's right. take it out of the bag. We drain it, we clean it. We pan sear it, we take it temp to the middle, and we let it rest, and boom, it's out. So we're not starting from raw products, so it speeds up service time as well. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I mean, the flavor is so much better. The tenderness is there. You're driving in ingredients, you can drive spices into it, star anise, herbs, uh, whatever the plate, you know, depending on what you're doing. Dessert applications, sous-viding fruits, sous the pears, and uh, it's uh, it's changed the way we cook. And now, with the crea concentration, with you know this. Wait, uh, we're
1: going to get to Creya in a yeah. sec. I'm going to cut you thing. off. Can there. I just
4: remind everybody we're on
0: Facebook Live? Uh, we're not on Facebook. What are right. we on now? Right
1: it's now we're, real... on oh, we're on a little bit of everything. Oh, a little bit of. Nobody's watching on Facebook Live anymore, so oh, we're just we're, we're, well, changing, we're changing. we I'm in my
4: it. 90s. Who would know? Right, you're not right. on Facebook anyway. I mean, anyways, can't even spell so what face- What's Facebook. What's Facebook? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Todd. <laughs> He's I want to bring Dell up to the mic because Dell, why don't you talk about a little bit about your role at Cuisine Solutions?
5: So I am one of the chefs for Cuisine Solutions. You can we, lift that
1: mic up closer oh, to your yeah, face. Yeah, there, yeah. You there you go.
5: We've we've got over forty chefs in the company. We're a chef centric company, and obviously we have Bruno to help us to understand science, back mm-hmm. up with the science, and continue our education. Um, I, I, kind of what you were saying before, like we are a company of food centric people who. You're mad are, scientists. Yeah, my, mad scientists We're 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 a grad student. We're like a grad research facility for. But you uh, started food as a chef. I was. My background's independent restaurants right uh, up and down the East Coast. And I actually use sous vide in my kitchen as well. And the idea for me was, um, much like what Todd was alluding to, I could save. I could, you know, I wasn't wasting food as much. I was uh-huh. able to kind of consolidate um, what we were doing, we were able to plan in advance. We were able to make special off-menu items, even for VIPs, that we could just kind of have. But for for people listening, for you know, you for consumers, like me, right? yes, exactly. For VIPs, but right? for
0: consumer, it's strategic food prep that actually makes the food taste better. It does. So, the first step
5: to, to sous vide is actually the compression of a product inside of the the skin, as Bruno was saying. Mm-hmm. So during that step, we're actually able to enhance all the natural flavors um, by re- extracting oxygen. So without having to add anything that's, you know, unsavory or unnatural, we're able to allow the product, the the, the the vegetable, the fruit, the fish, the protein to just be itself and really have the natural flavors accentuated and boosted. And it, it's just better. Like, but now that you've <laughs> been given, how, but now that you've been given this laboratory
1: to work in, how are you applying what you know as a chef? And now being in this lab and giving this like ability to work, how are you? What so, are you doing from there?
5: Well, part of it is um, <laughs> part of it is we're just allowed to play. So nice. <laughs> we're just allowed to You're experiment. You're like
1: I'm the luckiest person ever.
5: It, I, I really feel that way. Like every Monday, uh, every chef in our company is allowed to bring anything they want to a tasting, and it doesn't have to be something that, that they
1: made. Yeah, okay. anything that
5: they made sous vide, and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter the category. It doesn't matter what it is. If you want to try it and you want people to taste it and get feedback, every single Monday we so do. So what it. have you brought? Uh, we've done some fun things. Uh, I did. Uh, I had in laws visiting actually at one point, so I was joking around and doing a, a halal barbecue. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I, ha- I had family come into the states, and I was just like, "What's like a quintessential an American American dish that they'd never experienced? Barbecue." Right. But I was like, "Well, okay." We, we can't don't know do. where your family's from. Uh, my, so my in-laws are from Kazakhstan. Okay. And so they yeah. didn't barbecue. really do... Yeah. yeah not not, like not our yeah, <laughs> right. Not like ours. Um, and so I was just like, well, this could be a lot of fun. So I got um, some lamb ribs. I got other, like, lamb shoulder, all, uh-huh. all different things. And I was just... And then, and then I made beef bacon. Like, why not? And we used the science that Bruno develops and right. that he tests. And we were like, okay, so how can we make, like, this perfect barbecue? So... By doing some initial phases, where rather than searing, I was adding a little bit of natural smoke, you know. So I had the smoker out, I had a grill out, mm-hmm. creating a caramelization, creating those really natural flavors that come from from using um, that equipment, mm-hmm. and then using sous vide, we will just enhance it and bring it to the next level. Just, so you get just, that like yeah, fall off the bone that right. you want when you think of ribs. Um, so we so were then able you to do kind all this that.
1: prep for people who have not done sous vide on their own, mm-hmm. but you do all this prep, you put it, you seal it. Mm-hmm. And then bring it back to room temperature. Like, what? Just, can you walk us through yeah. a quick process?
5: So initially, the uh, you'll let's just pretend we're starting with a steak. Easiest mm, thing I, to do.
1: One thing we haven't said, I mean, we have so much to talk about. But while you can go to Todd Gray's restaurant and restaurants all over the world and have sous vide products, you can go into Starbucks and get sous vide egg bites. That's right, egg bites. Right. Um, you can also buy Cuisine Solution products. Yes, you can. And serve them in your home. Yes. Right, yes, yes. so go ahead.
5: Um, so I'll, I'll just do a quick uh, run-through. So we typically start with a an initial searing and seasoning process so mm-hmm. that we can enhance the natural flavors. Uh, from there, it goes into the compression, where we have a modified oxygen environment, or cryovac, as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, typically we do a step-by-step process, but I don't want to give too much away because Bruno's here, and he can talk in depth about it far better than I ever will be able to. Mm-hmm. He's forgotten more than I'll ever know. Okay. So um, so from there, we actually use the sous vide process to both pasteurize and then create an amazing texture and enhance flavor. Mm-hmm. And I can't say what temperatures. Everyone always is like, oh, what temperatures, what temperatures? And the answer is every single protein, every single vegetable, every single fruit has a different temperature. Mm-hmm. And again, with Bruno here, he's never... He, he's gonna know way more than i can ever give you let
1: me ask you because you brought a bunch of stuff here today and then i know todd brought stuff because he's going to be cooking at the event but like you brought coffee why coffee so can't i just make coffee
5: you could um but what's really fascinating about this is this is an extract so we created a cryo concentrated extract using grounds Mm -hmm. so the coffee in your you know in the filter that you were going to throw out the thing that was just going to go in the trash. Maybe maybe if you have a garden, you're going to go use it to fertilize the tomatoes. We made new coffee out of that. And by using the sous vide
0: extraction, mm-hmm.
5: we can concentrate those flavors in something that would normally go in the compost or normally go in the trash. We've made
0: new coffee. Well, let, I want to take a step back because the reality is that it, people can do this at home. It sounds very no, scientific. No, 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 no. Let me finish. They can do sous vide at home. And, and all the equipment is, is available from you guys. And, you know, home cooks can do it, too. Um, I What's mean, how point? does that work? Where do you get the the the, the information and where do you get the, the uh, uh, machines?
5: Well, you can it? actually visit us at dot uh, com, mm-hmm. And then we also have it on our website. You can come um, talk to the mic. And I'm actually going to pull. Uh, we actually have a strategic marketer here who's on, in charge of our, our magazine.
1: Let's hear it. She's trying to give you information. Yeah, she's, she's completely
5: mic, mouthing mouthing it to me. <laughs> right. Uh,
6: so st- for the the some of the equipment that you want to learn about, you wanna, if you're a beginner, please go visit subimagazine.com. We have recommendations for beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want very advanced equipment, uh, our Culinary Research Academy, CREA, has some of the equipment. And we also have classes online for you to learn to subi. And if you're ever willing to come experience it in your hand, Bruno Gusau teaches suvi in our school in Sterling, Virginia. We have classes maybe. Two, three times a year, so you get to learn from the master itself and it's a three day or maybe four day time period where you learn the technique and also get a hands on experience. And you can
1: you can be an amateur. You don't have to be a yeah. chef. Right? I'm yeah. never a chef. I only do marketing and I took the class
6: with Bruno and I learned so much. Oh my
1: god. It's and that's amazing. really what
0: I wanted to get across because it sounds so so scientific and and and, and complex, but you can do it at home. So easy to do at home.
1: Okay, so Dell, thank you so much, Dell. What else did you bring in?
0: So we, because few- I know you have to
1: get out the door.
5: Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to go see uh, one of our partners, and that's the other thing. We'll, we'll, Cuisine Solutions as a whole will come work with you and train your team hands on at your mm-hmm. facility, um, and and. How on time can you to get kind of to our money? house? <laughs> <laughs> I'll land tomorrow around 8 p.m. So <laughs> okay. keep the light on. Okay. Um, so we have a couple of different things. It's obviously a new year, so we were thinking maybe something a little healthier. Uh, so we have a coconut chia oatmeal. So uh, think you know people are already doing smoothies with oat milks and coconut milks and and mm-hmm. other uh, other supplements. So here we actually have an oatmeal that's made with that. It's cooked okay. in 100% sous vide. And one thing that really shines about this is in the compression during the cooking process, the grains never overbloom. So sometimes you can get really mushy oatmeal. Right, or let's say you walked away from the stove in the morning because maybe you weren't the most awake
3: mm-hmm. uh, and you
5: burned the pot of oatmeal on the bottom. Uh, in sous we can't do that. And everything, every little bit is is perfect. And you get this nice al dente exterior and a nice creamy interior. Uh, so all, keeping on the grains, we also brought our quinoa. And we made that into a nice little uh, fattouche style salad. And then we had some lean, uh, some some leaner proteins. This is in a nice sliced sirloin, so it's grass-fed beef sirloin, and we're serving that with little ponzu vinaigrette, some pickled onions, and some baby greens. And for an entree, we were going to use our uh, ABF uh, organic chicken, so antibiotic-free. Sorry, I, I tend to abbreviate. And then our cavatappi mac and cheese. So <laughs> this is a really cool product. It's actually not something we do sous vide. It's something that we. It's another technology that we have. It's called enrobing. I'm not going to get into that because this is only about sous vide, okay. but it's a really cool technique too. Okay. Well, uh, what I'd like
1: to do is I want to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'd really like to talk about CREA and the evolvement of going from sous vide cooking to this whole other laboratory component that is allowing you to do this coffee and the t- you brought these test tubes in today. I know we're going to be tasting a whole bunch yes. of things, but you're really, I feel like what you guys are on the cusp of is really attacking food waste which is a, you know, it's a buzzword now, but it's a huge, huge problem. And I just feel like you guys are on the forefront of what's happening there. So this is David and Nikki Nellis. Do you have something to say?
0: Well, I just want to say that clearly Nikki is a substance here, and I'm here to eat all that food. Yeah,
1: he's like, pass it I'm over. Ready. Okay, we'll be back in just a give sec. Me a,
0: give me a spoon. Okay. Hey, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis, and we're also bringing on Sean Wheaton, who's another one of those crazy chef innovators. So,
1: Sean and Del, um, there's another <coughs> mic over there. There you go.
0: You I, mean, I you can to share if you want to. Yes. Look at it. look so, how upset Todd is. I know. Yeah, he's I know. really angry. Him out. Uh,
1: um, so okay, we started talking about the coffee and the use of the reuse of grounds. What's going on here? How is this a subsection <coughs> of what you all are doing at Cuisine Solutions?
7: So this is taking that taking the sous vide method, which is you know encapsulating something in plastic uh, for now until we find a better solution than plastic, and using precise temperatures to achieve. Uh, different results with ingredients, and in this case, it's taking those coffee grounds, the spent coffee grounds, putting them in a bag, adding a little bit of water, a precision temperature, a precision amount of water, and then cooking them again mm-hmm. in water. So somewhere between the the heat of a regular brew and cold brew coffee. Okay. So you get all of the, get the flavor without any of the bitterness or acidic so flavors it, are, that are left. Is
1: it an actual better coffee or is it just a like what's the point
7: this is more to your point of of food waste okay of being able to extract flavor from something again Uh, you know for the vegetable extracts we do we use the the trimmings for the coffee it's the spent grains and I don't know if it's if it's ever going to be you know the next espresso but to be able to have those flavors so that you can use it for ice cream or uh coffee other
1: Get into the extracts. Can we? Can somebody well, walk us through one them? One quick
0: question: What? How? What was the the genesis of this? Did you guys go? God, you know, we waste a lot of food around here. There must be some way to squeeze more value out of out of what we've done. And then you started experimenting. Is that how it worked?
7: As chefs, you're always looking for ways to squeeze more value out of a, out of an ingredient and how how to avoid waste in any way. Um, but but Bruno can talk about how he came up with the idea to you to do this.
3: The, the idea comes from the, the research we have on the cooking temperature of the vegetable. All people want to have a vegetable al dente. Mm-hmm. And to have a vegetable al dente in the kitchen, you stop the cooking of the vegetable and you eat raw starch. And raw starch is bad for your belly. Okay. And for your intestine. And you need to search and we discover the vegetable cook the Precise temperature for vegetable is Mm -hmm. 83 because it's between the hydrolysis of the starch Mm -hmm. and the hydrolysis of the pectin. Okay. And you need to preserve the pectin to have the al dente texture. Mm -hmm. And like that, we discover with this temperature, we have a beautiful taste uh, in the exudate of the vegetable in a bag. Okay. And we continue to work to find that and one day we said oh you have more taste in a peeling than in a core of the vegetable hmm. and you put the peeling at the trash it's not good right. you need to preserve the taste mm-hmm. before to go to the trash and that like that we invent the extraction well, so
1: you brought in all these extractions today, right? So what are we looking at? What are these extractions? John? This is
7: actually corn silk that, we, that we're that we using for this extraction today. Mm-hmm. Um, and the demonstration here for you to, is to, to see the difference between just the straight extraction, mm-hmm. where we're taking and putting the corn silk in the in the pouch with the water and, and extracting the flavor, and then cryoconcentration, which okay. instead of reducing something through heat, we're reducing something through freezing it.
1: Okay. Is there an order that we should be?
7: I think I think you're looking at it in the right yeah. in the correct guys, order. So yep, the, they're the all lined up. to uh to the to the darkest color.
1: Okay. So this is the one we want to start yeah, with. Yeah. Start with that, and that's okay, just. Okay. So the what am pure, I looking
7: at? That's corns, just corn silk and water. That's all that's in there. Okay. okay. Mild sweet flavor. Right. You get a just a little bit of that essence of corn.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: And then as you go through the the progression.
1: Right. Whoops.
7: You get a higher concentration. So with each concentration, you're basically uh, you're concentrating the sugars and the solids in the liquid. Think of it as as a slushy. You know, if you ever have a slushy. Actually, the
1: second one is so sweet. It's unbelievable. Right. Really tastes of corn. And so, what what was the process?
7: So think of it as a, as a slushy. You know, if okay. you ever have a slushy and you leave it sit for a little while, the right. syrup will sink to the bottom, of course. and you'll be left with the, just the ice at the very top. And that ice at the very top doesn't right. taste like anything. Right. Mm-hmm. We're doing the same thing with vegetable juice with the with the extraction of of the corn silk in this case. So we're leaving it. We're kind of create ice, right. Bash it into a, a slushy consistency, and then let the the concentrated liquid sink to the bottom. And scrape the ice off the top okay you do that a couple of times so we have a couple of different levels of concentration here and then you know with some of them you can get to high enough bricks or or a measure of the solids and sugars that are in there Mm -hmm. where you can make a sorbet with nothing but the extraction so you're just looking at water and whatever your vegetable trimming is no sugar no additives and make a beautiful sorbet that tastes and like so you're just corn constant, or sweet potato. Like
0: you're going.
1: You're concentrating more. You're concentrating more. You're concentrating more. So like with this corn silk,
7: it's
0: like a refinery. It, yes.
1: What's so? What does one do with these extractions? Like with the corn silk, then what?
7: Uh, so, for instance, when we had Thomas Keller out for a training a couple years ago, now I just feel like you're name-dropping. <laughs> Wait, we should talked about, about Daniel. Everybody heard the it was another earthquake, <laughs> but no, it was just Thomas Keller's name. Um, he came out with his team to do the cryoconcentration training, mm-hmm. and they were working, playing with it, and they actually were using the corn silk and did a ceviche and a kind of a soup, um, raw fish, and the mm-hmm. garnishes of ceviche, and in the corn extract, that very much tasted like uh, like a tamale. Okay. So like a fish tamale ceviche.
1: So what are the other so things can, going on in the cryo lab right now? Like where where are you guys just playing or you have like intentions?
7: There's definitely intentions to, to figure out how to commercialize this, how to do this on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. You know, right now it's about educating the public, much like we did with uh, with or like Bruno did with Sous vide through the eighties and nineties and into the early two thousands of teaching chefs and Michelin starred chefs and then and broadening people's awareness of the of the technique. Mm-hmm and then finding an application for it and finding how to sell it to the broader public.
1: Right. Well, I would like to me when you talk about you know sous videing beef or vegetables like in my mind as a as a person in the restaurant industry like that all makes sense to me but when you talked about oatmeal I, I'm just giving you my opinion. I was like, I can make my own oatmeal. Why would I buy sous vide oatmeal? But now that I'm eating it, I have been making oatmeal <laughs> wrong say, for
0: a why. really
1: long time. I mean, you're right. It's totally different. It's a completely different product.
5: You get such a better flavor. You don't get that mushiness that I think most people associate with oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure all of us have traumatic Gummy. childhood memories of, <laughs> of oatmeal, or even adult memories of, mm-hmm. of bad that is oatmeal. So far down the list of my
0: traumatic childhood <laughs> right. memories, it's however.
1: True. <laughs> um, no, but it's really delicious. Now, is this something that people can buy?
0: Yes. Th- yeah, This,
5: this is, is a, available. This is available through uh, um, our e-commerce and, um, and mycuisinesolutions.com. <laughs> so, yeah, please feel free to check it out. There's other, t- there's tons of other products. Actually, a lot of what we're featuring today as well. <laughs> so if anyone has questions, well, they can so like go there as a example. reference. Well, let me ask, because okay, you ahead. brought it up.
0: Uh, I mean, are Cuisine Solutions products available through other Find food retailers, or are they only you know through your website, basically?
5: Mostly through our Red website, but there are one or two other uh, retailers we know that's on Amazon. <laughs> Everything's on Amazon. Yeah. Um, but
0: I mean, are we going to find these you know a, a whole cuisine solutions? Well, Costco.
5: Section? Yeah, you can find our, our product at Costco. So the egg bites that were brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are the exclusive supplier for Starbucks, uh, and then we also. Um, some of our sliced protein. I have the egg whites with red pepper. That's mm, the one I the, the sliced uh, protein that we're actually featuring today, that's available at Costco. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yeah, it's really cool. There's tons of things that are available
0: out well, there for people to try. It's interesting because, you know, I mean, this sounds like, it, and it is, such a high-end process and a high-end thing, and Costco you associate with volume purchasing, but the fact is this is food for all.
1: But if you heard Todd earlier talk about how he uses it, it does work in that capacity, yeah, right? Exactly. It makes sense.
0: Well, I mean, kind of
5: going back to Bruno and the education, I mean, the education kind of democratizes this process for everyone. That's so if they really want come, to come out and learn, and who better than learn from than Bruno? Right. Where better than an environment to learn in our laboratory, you know, our kitchen laboratory, and to really experience what's going
0: on? Mm-hmm. Well, if the cryo thing can can basically spread across the world, I mean, in this country, we know from other shows, 40 million people go to bed every night hungry. Including about 15 million children, and there's so much food waste. They always say we raise so much, we raise enough food to feed everybody, and yet stuff goes into dumpsters and people go hungry. So, yeah, yeah, no, um, you're gonna save the world. Hopefully, we would love to. So,
1: Todd, I want to go throw to you for just a second. Um, So, you do cook proteins, but you know, Equinox is really known for its vegetarian and vegan offerings, mm -hmm. especially. You know, you guys were sort of at the start of it here in D.C. You know, it used to be if you were vegetarian or vegan, you go into a high end restaurant and they would sort of give you. We always, you know, you had the carrots. Do you know what I mean? And everybody else had the foie gras. But so but you guys have really taken it, um, it very seriously and put together very composed dishes for both vegans and vegetarians. How does that play in with Cuisine Solutions and the work that you do?
4: Well, um, let's see. Well, I mean, we've the, like Bruno was saying, you know, the, to take all the trimmed, all the things that we were putting in the trash, you know. And, you know, mm-hmm. Equinox became a no-waste restaurant last year, so we've, we pull out almost 500 pounds of compost every week. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we are always looking for ways to try to get that stuff out of the trash can. Right. They go compost it, make soil. In this case, taking all the celery root trim, making all the, the cryo-concentration. Um,
1: so are you making cryo-concentration?
4: Yes. You are. I, remember six months ago, I've sat with, I was sitting with you all six months ago. i just done a first couple of days with Bruno. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the concentration has been great for us because we're able to do it on the tasting menu. And I think for people that are plant-based, people that are, that are not used to eating and you know maybe in a fine dining type of experience to eat plant-based meals, it's very exciting for them. It's exciting for us to be able to provide it. So uh, yeah, I brought you something today. You should try it.
1: Okay. So what did you bring? i would show you. Okay. Well, you got to so, talk in the mic. I
4: will. I will. Yeah, so, you so you take it over. So um, again, and I, I look to Bruno because Bruno is the one that taught me this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is a carrot cryoconcentration with sous vide carrots. So I thought we would do both so we could taste the sous vide carrot with the concentration and just some shaved celery. It's like a it's like a little garden in a glass. Okay. So, but and it, I think what's important about the cryoconcentration, it's really true. And Gerard said this when I was early on. The, the cryo concentration of something like carrot tastes better than a carrot. I mean, the flavor is it's so intense, intense that mm-hmm. it's actually even more explosive than the carrot itself. So we just did a little cryo of, uh, of, the, of the carrot, and then I did a sous vide with some spices with the carrot, the yellow carrots and the red carrot, and some celery and some little crunchy vegetables. But, um, I mean, it's, it's uh, like we were saying about learning and developing. I mean, I think in this industry, you have to continue to develop. You have to continue to evolve. And for us, as a no waste restaurant, and that uh, a restaurant that is really a very vegetable forward and plant based forward restaurant, I mean this is a great fit for us. And um, right, as we've evolved house. from Nourish Vivid and our you know love for it, now we are love of the craya.
1: Excellent. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about International Suvide Day. There's a huge event. There's a recipe contest. You can win a trip to Paris. All good stuff. We'll be back in just a sec.
0: All right, you're back on Foodie and the Beast with David, and Nikki, Nellis. You missed being, me being assaulted with sous vide by uh, by Todd Gray, but I'm going to survive. Okay,
1: so Sean, you topped the coffee with what?
0: With a milk foam. So okay. this is
7: this is another cryo concentration. We've taken uh, organic milk and mm-hmm. done the same the same process of freezing and concentrating it. So we're just concentrating the solids, the lactic sugar, mm-hmm. uh, and every, and but so there's zero fat. So we can whip it like whipped cream. It's got all that sweetness and and, and density of whipped that cream. Is mm-hmm. That is delicious. But there's no sugar.
0: It's just it, this is non-fat milk, cryo concentrated.
1: It's incredible. It so really nice? is neat. I'm
0: going to take you guys. Let's talk sous vide day, which is a double celebration of sous vide and its impact and its its rolling and and evolving impact across the world, but also Bruno's birthday. Yes. How old are you going to be? 28, 27. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Let's let's do that. Tell us about sous vide day.
1: International Sous Vide Day. And
0: I am willing to pop out of the cake. I just want people to know. Good. We're we're planning on it. All right. Okay. Um, International
7: Sous Vide Day, January 26th, as you mentioned, Bruno's birthday. And we are celebrating this year in four locations. Uh, Cuisine Solutions has a a presence, either a factory or a sales depot, something uh, in the D.C. area, in Virginia, but also in Thailand, uh, in France, and now in Dubai. So we'll be having celebrations around the world.
1: And last year you did something... Similar, because we were at the celebration at the French, French Embassy, embassy yes, last year, right. which was absolutely insane. Was, I was not prepared for how <laughs> blown out you guys were going to do it. It was so incredible.
7: This is, this is year three. So every okay. year we've got to get bigger.
1: So well, I wasn't we did invited th- the first year.
0: Well, so. I want to so. year four. Are we going to be broadcasting from Bangkok, perhaps? <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. Sean, old perhaps. buddy, my best friend? <laughs> yeah. No? Okay.
7: You, you'll have your choice. You can go wherever you want. Maybe we'll have another location okay. by then. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: So tell us about what we're doing here in D.C. because there are some tickets available for the general public, not a lot. I am giving away two of them, but uh, on Instagram. But tell us about the event because it's at the. I will just pipe in. I know it's at the Conrad. Okay. I know I'm MCing, and I know it's at Estuary Brian Voltaggio's restaurant. But Unlike last year, where everything was prepared by you all, this year you're bringing in chefs.
7: Yeah, this year we decided to invite chefs. Uh, from the DC area, who are either either clients or have taken the class and used sous vide in their restaurants. Todd uh-huh. Gray uh, will be joining us this uh-huh. year, um, and and come and do a dish. What what their inspiration? Mm -hmm. Uh, for bruno's birthday
1: so um at the event this year will be brian voltaggio who is the chef at estuary david deshaies from unconventional diner nicholas tang who is the current chef at dbgb and todd gray of equinox but you guys are really planning on kind of doing more than that right that's not there's cocktails like there's all there's giveaways i mean there's so much going on can you it's like a three-ring circuit absolutely um
7: So, Kyle Canoctum from from California, another Michelin starred chef, that will be joining us here in D.C. for the for the day. Um, we have all these chefs that we've invited to participate. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that we're stepping back and not doing anything. We're still going to do hors d'oeuvres and cocktails and sous vide and cryo concentrate. We're still going to do. So ba- we're taking everything oh, we did last I year. I was not saying
1: that you were going. I was no, saying you no. were making it easier on yourself. Not at I was all. Just we saying would saying never that do that. There's an addition.
7: Yes, absolutely. We're just trying to add a different element, and bring other people's voices in.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, so was, I was just told well, Carla Hall is going to be there? Carla
0: Hall will be there oh as God. well, yes. We Got a question Carla. because David Duchesne is one of my favorites of all time, and he was— Well, don't
1: tell Todd
0: that. <laughs> well, <laughs> Todd knows. I call okay. Todd Toddy. How much more <laughs> of a friend could I be? Okay. But, um, you know, he he worked with Michelle uh, Richard for so many years, and um, in, in Unconventional Diner, is he sous-viding all of his— He's got a chicken parm there that would kill. It's so delicious. I mean, is all of that sous vide? Yes. I wasn't aware of that. Oh, yeah. Boy. He does a lot of sous vide in the restaurant. His food is awesome.
7: But Michelle Absolutely. did a lot of sous vide. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that tradition continues. So right. Michelle and David have long been friends of Cuisine Solutions and
1: mm-hmm.
7: used our products when they're appropriate or done their own sous vide.
1: So let's talk about, like, the giveaways and the contest a little bit. Can we get some info? Because the contest is happening right now. It's a recipe contest that uh, amateurs and cooks alike can uh, submit recipes using Sous vide and there's a chance to win a trip to open Paris. to anyone
7: who isn't an employee of a Cuisine Solutions. Okay, that's it. That's all uh, there is.
1: So what uh can you give people the 411? Jen, you want to come up yeah, and tell ahead. everybody the 411 on that? All the, all sure. all Jennifer Profit.
6: Sure. Um so if you visit international sous vide.com mm-hmm. um on the website, scroll down and you'll see our recipe contest with a little bit more information. Click the Enter Now button, and it will take you to a page where there's all the information about what we're looking for for submissions, what the criteria are, and um, it is open for submissions until the 17th of January. So you have a few more days. You have a few more days. And then what we're going to do is our team is going to review all of the submissions, and we're going to select Top 10 favorites.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: And then um, the top 10 are going to be opened up for voting on the 19th. And so from there. So the that 9- means the public can vote? The public can vote. Okay. So the public can vote on their favorite dish. So there'll be a beautiful picture and the recipe. So you I can feel vote. that you need
0: someone from the Grain Unwashed to come in and taste all of these. <laughs> too. And I am available that day whenever that is.
6: Go ahead. But we will announce the grand prize winner on International Sous Vide Day. So if you tune in to Cuisine Solutions' uh, social media, mm-hmm. so check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, tune in there. Follow us there. And we will be announcing the winner. So wait, where is the winner being announced? The winner will be announced on our website, Okay. And on our uh social media, so our Instagram and our Facebook. But not before or after the event. Um good question. Um we may actually have the the winner announced at the event. Okay. So, um if not at the event, uh we will be announcing it at, at on the day. Yes. And then what do they get for winning? Uh so the grand prize winner will win a trip for two mm-hmm. to, to Paris, um to train one-on-one with Bruno. Oh, my God. What an experience. That's amazing. So give the
0: website again just to make sure everybody knows.
6: Sure. Uh, InternationalSousVideDay.com. Okay.
0: And then
1: there's also a bunch of giveaways you guys are doing. Can we get into that a little bit? Sure. Does anybody want to talk about Because they're doing giveaways now, and then you're doing giveaways there, right?
6: So we have um, going online on Facebook and Instagram, if you follow Cuisine Solutions, we have the 12 Days of Sous Vide that we started at the very beginning of January and we're going to be running this through the 26th of January. Mm-hmm. Um, just tune into our account and we're going to have various culinary giveaways. Everything from a circulator to a vacuum sealer to a knife to uh, bar cocktail culinary to equipment. Everything
1: you would need to sous vide.
6: <laughs> exactly. And then at the event we're going to be having a silent auction. So um, We'll be giving away um, some prizes there as well. But we're also going to have some fabulous things that we're going to be able to bid on. So we've got some dinner experiences, dining experiences, all kinds of cool things that are culinary and sous vide. Um, we'll be announcing that. And um, But you're raising funds for CCAP, right? We are. So careers through the Culinary Arts Program. Mm-hmm.
1: With- They're really big in New York. Yeah. I know they have a small, like, sort of. People know about them here, but, like, New York and L.A. I feel like is where, like, more people know about CCAP. Do you know what I mean? So can why partner with them?
6: Um, because Cuisine Solutions really wants to be part of the culinary world. We really want to promote chefs. We want to promote um, continuing the education and continuing building on the community. Excellent. Well, we all right. That. I've got
0: one last question. The show's almost over. Once you guys nail down all the science behind cryo, I mean, all of this – it's like this lovely thing that's beginning to cover the earth between sous vide and cryo. What's what's what are you looking at down the road? Saying, now, I wonder if we can. What's the next thing? There's still a lot of
7: development and and um, exploration to happen with with cryo. You know, just like sous vide, the cryo kind of an evolution into cryo concentration. You know, figuring out from how to make roast beef to how to how best to do vegetables to what to do with vegetable waste. Um, it's how, a what a little to do with Willy coffee Wonka. waste? It is very Willy Wonka, and you never know what uh, what might pop up. So we have we have a few ideas. I mean, right now our, a big focus of ours is trying to figure out if there's a better answer to plastic, um, or how to create something. I bet, something. especially
1: given what you do and how you do it. Absolutely. I bet. I wonder. I, do you hear people say that to you? Is that one of the Is, is that an issue?
7: That that is definitely an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a people. It's it's a concern for home cooks how to avoid using plastic. It's a concern to our clients, mm-hmm. um, because they buy things that are in plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that is something that we're definitely focusing energy on.
0: All right. Well, well unfortunately the show's going to so, be over in 90 seconds. It's
1: been so interesting. Yeah, this has fascinating. been great. If you want to know more about cuisine solutions and what they do, you can certainly go to the website, thelistareyouwanna.com. We have them all over the website and we are also promoting the event, uh, international sous food and the doctor's birthday, of course. Um, And if you want to win two tickets, you should go to my Instagram feed at Nikki Nellis because there's a little contest going on there and you could potentially go. And do not forget to submit your recipe for the contest and do even better than the event and go to Paris. (laughs) Um, So we want to thank all of our guests for joining us in studio today. This was a fascinating show. Do yourself a favor and find out more about sous vide and the science that Cuisine Solution is evolving because it will be a part of your future. Thank you to our guests and everybody else. Have a delicious week.